Leslie's is bringing back Pro Days. Leslie's Pro customers can take advantage of chemical early buys, liquid subscription services in selected markets, and the newly launched Relager Rewards program. Ask your local store or salesperson to learn more. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of this podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about pool route logistics. And this may be some things that you think would be obvious. Other things maybe not quite as obvious. And I think a lot of pool pros don't sit down and think about these things very often. They're busy working and they don't really sit down and have time to digest this. So I'm going to give you some things that I think will make your pool route run a lot smoother. Pool Service Pro. Open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. I really think this is the best saying I've heard in the industry in years, and that's that 90% of your problems come from 10% of your customers. This is probably true in all businesses. And I like to refer to these service accounts as low-hanging fruit, which means that these are the accounts that eventually you're going to dump on your route once you get a better account. And I think the one-for-one process is the best way to accomplish this. This means that once you get a good customer and the pool is really nice, then you drop one of the bad customers, the easiest way to drop a customer. And I think the script works perfectly well for just about any pool customer is that, you know, dear Mr. Jones, due to the fact that I'm overextended in my business and I have too many accounts, unfortunately, I have to consolidate, condense things down to be more efficient and productive. And unfortunately, your pool is one of the pools that I have to drop from service. So as of blank, blank date, I will no longer be able to service your pool going forward. I appreciate all the time, you know, whatever you want to say there that make it nice and friendly and then end it. And that's pretty much what you're going to do to these low hanging fruits. And this will make your day a lot better. I mean, if you have a pool that you dread going to every day, every week, I should say, and it bothers you, you know, whatever it is that that account that bothers you, once you drop that account, you're going to feel a great level of freedom. You're going to, you know, almost do like a jig when the customer, you know, you don't have to go to that pool anymore. And it's one of those things where you don't think about it often. You're just going through the motions and you have 15 pools that day and this particular pool bothers you. Get rid of that pool. It's not something that you want to keep on your route and have it gnaw at you and cause problems. And you may have four or five of these pools across your route. And I suggest the sooner you make this change, Of course, you want to replace the income first. It would be foolish to drop five pools and not have replacement income. So one at a time, as you get a good pool coming in, you want to drop one of these pools. And as you're doing your route, I think you don't think about driving distance too much. Some areas is unavoidable if you're in a rural area and you got to drive far between pools. But if you're like me and you're in the city, you're a city folk, you know, or suburbs, basically... You can drop pools that are outliers because there's plenty of other pools you can pick up in your vicinity. You want to make your route as tight as possible. 
And so these outlier pools may not bother you so much. It may even be a really nice pool and it stays clean, but it's about 15 minutes longer to drive through it to it than any other pool on your route. So these outlier pools have to go because you're tightening your route and you're actually spending an extra hour. If you add that up, 15 minutes a week times four, it's an extra hour of your service time driving to this pool and it's just not worth it. And so any outlying pools, you can trade with other pool pros. You can sell them. You can just drop those accounts and get another account closer. And again, stick with that one-for-one rule so you're not losing any money. Once you get a pool that's closer to your home base, that outlying pool is going to be dropped. And you can, of course, just use a stock, uh, the stock method I mentioned. Or you can explain that they are just outside your service area. You're consolidating and tightening your service area and their pool falls outside of your service area. But again, I don't think we spend a lot of time thinking about these outlier pools too much. And you may not even consider the pool an outlier until you sit down and realize that you're spending a lot of time driving back and forth to this pool. Or you may know it's an outlier pool, but you just do it because it's easy. And once you drop that pool, you can actually probably do two pools in your area a lot for the amount of time you're spending doing that one pool. So you're going to maximize your money and you're going to actually increase your profits by dropping the outlier pool. Here's another service account. And I get it that, you know, your route kind of balances itself out. Some pools require more chemicals than others. Other pools have saltwater generators and some pools are really chem eaters. And, you know, it's one of those things where it may be annoying. You know, you have to put extra chlorine in this customer's pool And it may get to the point where you're actually charging the customer for chemicals and leaving them at his pool. But I find that the pools that require extra chemicals, extra chlorine, charging the customer for chemicals is a pool that I don't want to do long term because there's always problems. There's algae problems. There's problems with the water quality, spending extra time balancing that pool. And to me, this is one of those 90% of your problems come from 10% of the pools and this is one of the type of pools that causes you a lot of grief because you're going through a lot of chemicals and it's one of those things where you don't really need a pool that's eating all of your resources and time balancing that pool and brushing it for algae. Even though the customer pays for the chemicals it's still a hassle to go out there and add all these chemicals and it's probably not good in the long run to keep a pool like this because it's one of those things that drains you also because you're like, oh, I got to go through this pool next. And I bet it's zeroed out again and you know, all these things run through your head. So instead of dumping in large amounts of chlorine to this pool, just dump this pool entirely. And this is something that is going to clear your route for other pools that aren't chemical hogs. And you'll probably have two or three pools on your route that are chemical hogs for one reason or another. Maybe they're nearby you know, a pond or a lake. Or they're in an area where you know, the wind blows a lot of debris in there. These have to go. And speaking of debris and wind, I know that I speak a lot about heavy debris pools and you shouldn't be doing them, but you may have them on your route regardless and you may not be in a position to drop these pools. But eventually you would want to get rid of these heavy debris pools because they take a lot of time and effort. And again, there are these pools that you wake up in the morning and you're like, oh man, it was a little bit windy last night. I bet the you know Hansen's pool is wasted today and you show up there and sure enough it's covered with debris the bottom's full of debris and you have to kind of trudge your way through cleaning that pool so these pools of course are on the hit list of being eliminated because they you're going to spend a lot of time 
And it's nice, I mean, to have a heavy debris pool because it's really shady usually. And it's one of those things where it's peaceful because you're back there in nature. You have trees surrounding you. But to me, the benefit of having shade and being close to nature are far outweighed by the extra time and effort cleaning that pool. And sometimes you're just going to have to cut these heavy debris pools and get them off your route and let someone new and moving up in the industry pick up that pool and service that pool for a year or so. And this also happens on occasion where a customer will text me or email me or call me and say, is there any way you could change your service day? I know you come on Wednesday, but my landscaper comes on Thursday. And I'd rather not have the pool service come before the landscaper because he makes a mess of the pool. Now, there are a few ways you can handle this. You can, of course, move that customer to Friday or maybe Thursday after the gardener comes. Moving it to a the service day of the gardener is kind of tricky because sometimes the gardener will get there at 9 in the morning, sometimes 10. You may actually get to the pool when the landscaper is there, and that's not a good situation. So having it on a separate day from the landscaper is always better. So there's a few things you can do to solve this problem. If you can't move the pool, you could tell the customer that, you know, can you talk to the landscaper and have him be more careful around the pool? In other words, when he's using a leaf blower, put it on low. There is a low setting on those, by the way. And they can set it on low and blow everything away from the pool. So if the landscaper is careful, the pool is not going to get wasted. Also, you should have a pretty good automatic cleaner in the pool. So you can tell the customer that you have the pool set up to handle this. Not a problem. You know, you understand the logistics of it, that he wants you there after the gardener, but you can't do it. But you have his pool set up in such a way that if there is debris that gets in there, the automatic cleaner will pick it up and the skimmer is working effectively to get all the grass clippings. And so it's really not a big deal if you have that pool set up correctly and you explain that to the customer that you can't match the landscape with all your stops. And so you're going to set up his pool so that it can recover itself after the landscaper is there. If it gets breezy or windy out, the pool can recover itself. So I have a good automatic cleaner there. I suggest a Polaris Atlas or Max Cleaner. The Hayward Pool Cleaner is good. The new track vac is also really good with a inline leaf canister. And then, of course, have the skimmer functioning properly so that it takes all the surface debris. And just explain to the customer that this should take care of the problem. And, of course, the landscaper should be more careful around the pool and not treat the pool like a giant trash can. But ultimately, if you have to move the service day and you really want to save that account and you can move the service day, I would say you should probably move that service day if you're able to. This other part was only if you can't move that service day and you're trying to talk to customer out of, you know, canceling the account because of the landscaper. Now, sometimes the landscaper can move their day also. Usually not. They're like in the same position you're in where they can't shift their route around too much. So it may be one of those things where you'll have to move on from that customer if you can't coordinate the landscaper service day. Usually, I like to have all the landscapers at the pools Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. But, of course, the homeowners want their landscaper there Thursday and Friday because they want to go into the weekend with a clean yard. And most customers want the pool service on Thursday and Friday also because they want to go into the weekend with a clean pool. So it's kind of a losing battle. You can't have your cake and eat it. And one of the things that I really like to do is find out when a landscaper is going to be there at the pool. And then I set my route up accordingly with the landscaper. Now, of course, some yards, it's not a big deal. There's no grass around the pool. It doesn't really matter. Some yards, it's really critical, especially if they have 
pets and it's like a cement deck. The landscaper usually blows everything into the pool, all the dog hair and everything. So it is kind of a good idea to coordinate your route around certain landscapers that cause problems with the pool so that you can go there after the landscaper. But if not, try to set that pool up to be kind of landscape gardener proof. And you're you're probably ahead of the game if you can do that with most of your accounts. They should all have automatic cleaners anyway. And you should be able to talk to the customer to have the, the gardener landscaper be much more careful around the pool itself. One thing that really helps logistically with your pool route is if the pools or the service days can be overlapping. For example, if you can pass by some pools that you do on Monday or Tuesday, on Thursday and Friday, this makes switching pools and moving around a lot easier. So try to set up your route to where you have pools that are overlapping. And if you do need to move a service day or stop by that pool again on a different day for whatever reason, things are easy. I don't think the best route is set up to where you have dedicated days for certain areas and you're in this region that's completely isolated from the other parts of your route. I mean, this may be unavoidable in some cases until you get your route really tight. But I think the best routes are the ones that overlap and you're crossing and going past the counts that you've done earlier in the week. And this gives you just a lot more freedom to move things and to stop by. And it just makes your route a lot easier to manage. For example, let's say that you went to a pool and they didn't leave the gate unlocked one day and they want you to come back and service it. And they're willing to pay you for the return service. But if you're in a different area of the city altogether, it'd be hard for you to make it over there without breaking one of the logistic problems, with, with which would be the outlier pool. So to go back to this pool, you know, on a Thursday when you were supposed to be there on a Tuesday, cost you an extra half an hour. To me, this is not an effective way to set up your route. And so once you get established and start, you know, condensing it into an area, set your route up so that you're kind of crossing over pools continuously during the week and not having one specific area, if it's not too far to drive again from one area to another. Other times you just can't avoid it because you're in one part of town one day, another part of town the next day. So you want to get to a point where everything is kind of, you know, at least within three days of each other, you can cross over and get back over there. This is the creation of a tight route, and this is going to make your service much more effective and efficient, and you're working towards that by dropping outlier pools, dropping these problem pools, dropping pools with heavy debris so that you can spend more time getting pools right next to each other. I mean, ideally, if you can do like a cul-de-sac where you're going from one house to the next house to the next house or driving from one street, maybe over another two minutes to the next street, this is ideally where you want to be because the tighter your route is, the easier it is to do multiple things, changing days, stopping by again, shifting pools here and there. You know, if you're going to stack pools because you're going to take a three-day weekend, you can do that easily if they're all within the same, you know, distance of each other. But if you're driving out far and you're trying to stack your route on a certain day, it's just not going to work. So you want to get your route to that point. And it all starts with thinking about it and thinking about where you want to be in the future. If your route's spread out all over the place and you're in two different parts of the town, you may want to consider selling the, the pools on the far end of the town, maybe purchasing pools nearby where your other pools are and consolidating that way. There's all different strategies you can use to move pools from one part of town to the next. Selling your route is probably the easiest way to do it. 
And at this point, as you're consolidating your route, you should be experienced enough to know which pools you want to purchase. If you're just a rookie, you're not going to know what pools are bad. But if you're seasoned and you're just trying to consolidate your route, you want to get rid of, you know, 10 pools that are on this part of town that you just are moving away from and you want to buy 10 pools in the part of town you're in, you should be able to pick those pools and pick off the really bad ones right away. And then selling those pools will give you the cash you need to buy the other pools you can maybe trade one or two pools with someone else or just give them away and they'll give you some pools later in a different area. But the point is you want to do everything you can to make your route as highly functional as possible. And the bottom line is the tighter your pool route is, the more functional it's going to be going forward. If you're looking for other podcasts I've recorded, you can find those on my website, swimmingpoollearning.com. On the banner, click on the podcast icon. That'll take you to a drop-down menu of other podcasts I've recorded. If you're interested in the coaching program that I offer, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. A great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at GetSkimmer.com backslash pool guy again that's get skimmer backslash pool guy skimmer everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app